Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Autism Spectrum Radio. If you are caring for a person with autism, great information from a trusted source can be a lifeline. We hope today's conversation will help you create success for the extraordinary individual with autism in your life. Now, here is your host, Rob Haupt. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Autism Spectrum Radio. I'm your host, Rob Haupt. I'm uh, Vice President over here at Autism Spectrum Therapies. Uh, we're an agency providing services across the country to, uh, to individuals with autism and other developmental disabilities. Uh, I'm an ABA guy. I'm a BCBA, Board Certified Behavior Analyst, and I've been doing this for 13 years now, uh, really all across the country. As, as much as I, I think at times I'm a, I'm a Boston, L.A. person, uh, I've been up and down California, throughout the South, throughout the East Coast now, actually spending a little bit more time in, in Maryland of late, which has been really cool. Um, and... I'm really excited about uh, about today's show. Um, I, I talked about this recently, and it's something that I, I just I continue to just find really interesting. It's you know so much of my time is with insurance companies, and and really focusing in on this this concept of access. You know, uh, we, we talked so long ago at uh, one of my kind of ABA nerd type of shows with uh, the president of Calaba, Danny Shabani. And, you know, we talked about the idea of access and the idea of licensure and how licensure can potentially open up doors uh, to ABA funding, but that doesn't necessarily mean that there's more access out there. And, you know, I've been talking to these different insurance companies. You know, I, I keep thinking about just how do we get People. How do we get trained professionals, BCBAs, you know, how do we get them out there? How do we get them into families' homes so, so families are actually able to get the services they're looking for? And, and, you know, as I talk more and more to people outside of our community, uh, whether it be insurance companies, whether it be, you know, strangers at times, uh, as I, I have a knack of just meeting random people at, you know, different events and, and just striking up conversations, it goes beyond ABA. You know, it goes beyond BCBAs. There's not enough good OTs. There's not enough good speech pathologists. There's definitely not enough diagnosticians, which is what I hear loud and clear is, how do I get a diagnosis? How do I get that first foundation? And, you know, it, it seems like one of the things that I find, uh, at least in my field, but I, I feel like I can make this assumption or at least this logical next step is, you know, how do we get more programs out there? How do we get more training facilities out there? How do we ensure that people are actually well-trained um, who want to get into this line of work? Because I hear that all the time, especially in some of our, our different offices of AST. You get all these people who, who are looking for opportunities, whether they be internships, volunteer, or jobs, to say, I have a passion for this. I want to do this. How can I get started? Can you give me a chance? Can you give me an opportunity? And it's so hard, you know, what's that right line? On the one hand, I want to give people access uh, to training, to education, to get into this field where I know parents 
really need help and support. But on the other hand, I've I got to make sure that there's quality resources out there. And, and that's where I think it's, it's really important for us to really develop more and more partnerships with universities, really do uh, more and more get these training programs, especially when it comes to special ed or kids with special needs um, and these different therapies at universities, but give some of these uh, undergrad students more exposure to it. You know, ABA is something that I got into in my 20s after college. You know, the work I did to kind of position me for it were internships, volunteer opportunities. But I didn't really get that from school. I just kind of got that because I just wanted to do it. You know, it was something that just felt like a good experience, a good opportunity for me personally. And the, the work I do now, you know, where I went to school, there wasn't a single class that was really going to prepare me for what I do today. And I think that's more and more just the norm. You know, there's very few programs out there that say, as an undergrad, you're going to get exposure to this. You know, I can think of a lot of great ones, um, you know, immediately, you know, a program like uh, uh, Cal State Northridge has a, a good uh, program that exposes both grad students as well as undergrads. Western Michigan University has another great one. Um, I know um, UC Santa Barbara has one, and, and I know they're not the only ones, and I apologize to any university who has a great opportunity like that that I'm, that I'm missing or, or not thinking of. But I think it's really important for us to get these training programs and to get um, these dialogues happening on a university level, not just with the scholars, not just with the academics, but down at that student level where we can uh, really start training people early on, giving them exposure early on, so we can expand the scope of people out there who are qualified to do the trainings and do the therapy that our kids really need. All right, done with that thought. Moving on to today's show. Uh, really excited about today's show. Um, today I'm joined by, uh, by Dina Kimmel. She's the, the CEO and founder of a, a great little program, a great little business called We Rock the Spectrum Kids Gyms. Um, and, you know, one of the things that, that I started to share with her at the beginning is um, how I found the gym. Uh, you know, the gym is located uh, here in the San Fernando Valley um, of Los Angeles. And I, I think as I've mentioned a few times in the show, my uh, brother and sister-in-law and my niece and nephew live out there. And um, it was not too long ago, just happened to be at a family event, hanging out with everybody, playing with, uh, with my nephew, as I, as I generally do when we all get together. Uh, and uh, my sister-in-law, Katie, says, hey, I got something for you. And she handed me a business card, um, and it was the, the card for uh, We Rock Gyms. Um, and she's like, I, I had this. Charlie, my nephew, had a great time there. He was playing with all the equipment. He was just having so much fun. And I happened to notice after the fact that it's a gym um, that really fits what you do and uh, would be something that so many of your, your clients could benefit from. So as we, we kind of looked more and more into it, we figured this is a, a perfect guest and a, a great person we could talk to. Um, because this is, in my mind, something pretty unique and pretty cool. Uh, so with that introduction, Dina, welcome to the show. 
Thank you for having me. Oh, it's so great to have you here. I, uh, I, I'm just, you know, as I said, my, my nephew, you know, loves the, loves the gym. He had a great time. And, and I think as I started to tell you, you know, he's a little daredevil. So <laughs> a program like yours is, is perfect for, uh, for him who loves to run around and climb and, and just kind of get all that energy out. Um, but I'm curious. How, I'm, I'm really curious how you got this started. It's, 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 uh, well, maybe but first before you got started, maybe you could tell us, you know, what the gym is. Like, what's its philosophy? Um, uh, well, sure, sure. I'd, I'd love to. We Rock the Spectrum Kids Gym is an all-inclusion gym, and um, it was based upon my, my, own, my own life and mm-hmm. survival and creating a space that my son with autism and my, my daughter, who's neurotypical, could play together. So what did I do in my own home? I created an OT gym, an OT, you know, an OT clinic that had all their therapeutic equipment in it. And after two years of being in my house every day, I said to my husband, we've got to get out of here. And we <laughs> opened up actually our first gym, our flagship gym, which is in Tarzana. We rocked the Spectrum Kids Gym Tarzana. And, you know, it has a zip line, it has a trampoline, and we've got 22 different swings, which are all therapeutic, bought from wow. an occupational therapy, uh, you know, one company or another, Southpaw, all, di- all different companies. Mm-hmm. And what I began to realize early on in my journey was that not only was it benefiting my son, who was diagnosed moderate to severe at two, but my daughter, mm-hmm. who was neurotypical, she loved it. She didn't know it was a $500 therapeutic swing. She thought, this is fun. Right. And, you know, light went off. I said, oh, my God, this is it. Okay, even if I can just open up this place for my own son, because, as you know, being a professional, it's $150 an hour to go to an occupational therapy clinic. Yep. Well, for my son, diagnosed moderate to severe, he needs, you know, five, he needed then, especially five hours a day. So, obviously, not within the budget. So, I said to myself and to my husband, I said, we've we got to get this out there. I mean, this is helping our son and our family tremendously. And that's how it began. And that's really our mission. Our mission is an all-inclusion facility. I'm a firm believer that um, monkey see, monkey do. I never, mm-hmm. you know, wanted to put my son in a solely autism program because just gut instinct as a mom, not as a professional yourself in the field, that I knew sure. my son needed to be around typical behavior. So I said to myself, I said, you know, my husband goes, you're crazy. What do you know about running a gym? I, you've done clothing your whole life. I said, I don't. I said, but guess what? Now I know about children and I know about autism, and that's basically what I did. I I, my career of 17 years, I put aside mm-hmm. doing clothing, and I just, like you, engulfed myself in, into autism and what I can learn. And for me, it was more the occupational therapy side because that's what really made my son, I mean, just take off. He didn't sleep for the first four years of his life. So this equipment was essential mm. for us. And then when we brought it into the gym setting to the public, oh, my God. I mean, I, I didn't realize that I had come up with this idea that no one else had thought of. I mean, we're actually the only open play sensory gym yeah in the united states right now <laughs> wow so it's unbelievable so there came tarzana and all of a sudden we were busy and my daughter and son my son was getting all the ot he needed my daughter was playing playdates everywhere and then the whole autism community found me and mm-hmm. um they were like what what is this this is incredible and what's great about we rock is like i said my son will be there who has autism and there's a, a typical child playing next to him, and you can't even tell my son has autism because on this equipment, he speaks better. He has better eye contact. Right. And uh, 
as well, people in your field, say in the ABA field, they come into the Rock and they do their sessions actually in the gym. And they get so oh, yeah. much more out of the kids. Oh, yeah, it's fabulous. It's unbelievable. What? And I feel, you know, one of the reasons why I'm, I'm really excited that my nephew has come to the gym and, and has participated, you know, aside from me joking around about just his, uh, his demeanor and the, the wild side that he has, is, uh, you know, I'm excited. You know, my, my nephew is, is uh, neurotypical, and I'm just really excited that he's getting exposed to kids with autism so young. You know, he's... Exactly. He's, because he's three and a half. He doesn't, know, he doesn't know labels yet. And I'm really mm-hmm. excited for when I get to have the conversation with him down the road of, you know, now I can say, remember when you went to this gym? Remember all the, like, I have a frame of reference with him now. And it's, I'm just like, I'm actually looking forward to having this conversation with him because I know he's going to be the type of kid who will be a great peer model and will participate in all these different things as a, as a you know, just in school. In the years to come. Exactly. Exactly. You nailed it. Being a, a model. And that's exactly what yeah. you is for, say, a child with autism, like my son. And um, now, being almost seven years old, he's, he's diagnosed wow. high functioning. He uh, okay. goes to a typical school. He does have a companion. He doesn't need sensory mm-hmm. breaks anymore. He actually does third grade level work at six years old. And um, he's, it's phenomenal. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, the changes. And, uh, wow. Just like you said, really what we're doing is we're educating also. Most of what we're doing is we're educating typical parents and typical mm-hmm. children and that, you know, we're not segregated anymore. You see more yeah. and more, as you know, children with autism in typical general ed programs, just with companions, to keep mm-hmm. them regulated. And it's fabulous because we're able to also teach these families how they can use this equipment even before they go to bed, you know, give suggestions to buy certain pieces to bring into their own home. Obviously, they can't spend 24-7 in a wee rock. We love it, but yeah. they can. So we really encourage people, you know, and help them find what pieces of sensory equipment will work with them also in their home and in school. I mean, you know, for example, even being an ABA, sometimes you have to work with a child and they're bouncing on a flatty ball. Got to keep that vestibular yeah. uh, motion going. And it's interesting because... My daughter was born first. She's, she's my oldest. And so I had no idea what autism was. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. What autism, I mean, you don't, it wasn't really talked about. I mean, now, here we are seven years later, I feel like if you, don't, if you don't have a child with autism, as you know, you know someone with autism. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's how we rock has exploded. I mean, I'll be honest with you. This is my labor of love. <laughs> I love what I do. I don't consider it a job and... I cry usually every time I talk about it, so I probably will today here with you. I'm <laughs> warning you. But um, it's, very, it's very touching for me. It's very heartwarming. We're helping families now. We have 12 locations. We're worldwide. We just opened wow. up in Florida. It's unbelievable. It really is. You know, I, you, just listening to you just now, I, I couldn't help think about um, this, this client I worked with who – you know, he was, he was actually a very aggressive young man. Um, he was, he actually, when I, st- when I first met him, he, he was already older than your son. And his, um, he definitely had some OT needs, but his, his number one need was actually behavioral. And one of the things we did was we embedded a lot of sensory OT type of activities, very focused, very tailored, into his routine. And so mm-hmm. we, we took, you know, like you said, the, we, so many of parents, I'm sure, can relate to sensory breaks. And we, we just actually, 
we use the sensory break very systematically in a very scheduled, um, in a very specific way. But what I think is very cool about where he has progressed and how he's grown is fast forward about seven years, his sensory breaks um, are not necessarily traditional OT now. They actually are more of like walking or running on a treadmill, maybe doing some light workout with dumbbells. Like he actually goes to Gold's Gym and is participating. And we've had so many guests on the show talk about, you know, the importance of exercise and that so many kids on the spectrum uh, don't get a lot of exercise. And I just wonder um, if you've seen or, or if you're thinking the way I am of, you know, does a, a child who's a little bit younger, maybe your son's age when he started, um, or, or kids who are going to uh, We Rock the Spectrum gyms, it almost this is like an exposure to this bigger thing. You know, we say kids on the spectrum don't always get exercise. Are, are you in a way almost exposing them to gyms can be fun? And this is, you know, this is like you almost give them the beginning of the evolution of what going to a gym is like. And then things like exercise and, and all these other things, which are good for kids as they get older, uh, it just almost becomes more ingrained. It becomes more natural. Absolutely. And that's actually exactly what we do. If you look on our, our site awesome. or go on any of the rocks, it's zip line, it's trampoline. Yeah. Um, that's what it is. It's fun exercise. And that's yeah. why, you know, children, typical child, you bring them to a bouncing house, they're done. They're done after 45 right. minutes. Right, Typical right. child... Yeah, right? And then a typical <laughs> child or a child with autism, you bring them into a rerock. I'm not kidding you. All of our rerocks have these 10 essential pieces of equipment. And mm-hmm. these kids, I mean, you would be blown away after four hours. They're still going. Wow. I mean, I have, to, I have to tell you, even myself, I'm blown away at it. I look at it and I go, oh, my God. But, you know, we have the climbing apparatus. We have the hammock swings, the bolster swings. And the trampoline, as you know, is such an essential part of really any children's diet. As you know, exercise mm-hmm. For, as you said, children with autism, they don't like it. They don't like organized sports, mm-hmm. the majority of them anyway. And my right. son, it's really taken, given, given him a vigorous OT diet. Now he yeah. plays baseball. He plays, he hits home runs. I mean, it's unbelievable nice. what this type of environment for the last five years of his life has given him. And we do do also fun fitness classes inside the Rerocks. We have oh, cool. a coach, Coach Key. Oh, yeah, and she works out kids on the spectrum with typical kids doing jumping jacks. I never thought my son would be able to have the coordination to do a jumping jack. It's unbelievable. So I completely agree with you. This is giving children with autism and without but an idea of fun fitness, and that's what we call it, fun fitness. It's great. I'm, I'm curious about, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about occupational therapy. It, are there... Was there like, did you consult with occupational therapists in terms of how to set up the gym? Do they, do they participate in any of the programs or things you offer at the gym? Um, like what, how, how does that work? It's a great question. Absolutely. I consulted with um, my son's occupational therapist. Actually, our flagship gym in Tarzana used to be um, a gym that just was there for classes. And mm-hmm. we used to rent it out. My son's private OT. We used to rent it out because she's like, we need, we need a room to work out, Gabriel. Right. So we actually yeah. rented out for a year and a half. And that's when I, I said to her, I said, is it just me or is there anything like this, Danny? And I was talking to her and she was giving me ideas. And I said, you know, I'd really like to do this. And so, of course, absolutely. I consulted with her for many hours, other OTs as well, ABA therapists like yourself. Um, mm-hmm. 
the best if the best ABA therapist like yourself know that a child with autism, it isn't just ADA, it's occupational therapy, it's speech therapy, it's all the puzzle that fits. I mean, right. I call I call people in your field my angels. I mean, once my son's body became, uh, the, the sensory system was able to be able to be calm to get through mm-hmm. one of your sessions of what you do, oh, he skyrocketed. ADA literally oh. took my son to limits that, you know, I didn't know he could reach, but he couldn't get there without a seat. Right. So he would have his sessions on this equipment first. And then after that, mm. oh, my, I mean, it's just, you know, you guys are, are angels, you know. And now I feel like I can participate as a, as a mother, as a teacher to the community and let parents yeah. know that, you know what, our kids can have fun on this equipment. It's not all about therapy. We can make this fun and let the friends and the family come on, too, and they can have fun, too. So that's, Yo, that's what we're about. I'm so- I'm so glad you just said that because that was actually one of the things I was curious about and why I was interested in about kind of the role of the OTs because there's a, you know, I, this is a very un-ABA thing. I apologize to everyone out there. I know we, we tend to be very structured, rigid at times, but I actually really like the idea of this really cool, fun OT equipment that kids just get to maybe explore and experiment with because I feel like that's a big part of being a kid. Like, I remember being a kid and, like, the whole thing about, like, I'm going to swing on the swing kind of silly. And sometimes you just kind of, like, make up games with other kids. And it, if you can get the sensory out of the specific equipment but still get that, like, exploration out of it, it feels like the best of both worlds. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Absolutely. That's awesome. And as you know, in your field with ABA, you get rewards. So right. an ADA therapist would come into a rock and they'll be doing a session and they'll be sitting and they'll be working and trying to socialize with the other children because that's also what it is. It's a social, it's like a social skills group. It's a big mm-hmm. play date. So as an ADA mm-hmm. therapist, you're like, yes, okay, I can take this opportunity and help Gabriel and uh, help them get some language out and initiate language. And then you know what, Gabriel? As a reward, you can go jump on the trampoline for five minutes. Totally. So that's what's amazing for, for our kids. Well, and you just said it because that's actually the first – I almost look at it, um, you know, from the, my ABA perspective and putting that hat on. It's actually the social thing that I would probably want to get the most out of, of the gym because I can – you know, the fact that you've got this inclusive environment, I've got the typical peers there that I'm sure – the fact that they're there, you already have a great peer just because they're open. You know, it's, a, it's going to be an open peer. And then to have also other kids on the spectrum there as well, it's a great opportunity for um, other types of connections, whether it be the parent who's there with us uh, meeting another mom. Maybe it's uh, another kid who we can maybe do play dates with, whether it be a child on the spectrum or, or a typical child. You know, all, that social piece feels like a huge advantage for me that I could take um, and, and add into a session beyond just the standard, well, we've got a trampoline in the backyard, let's do therapy there. Like, you're adding so many cool dimensions to what I could do there. Exactly, exactly. I, I love it. I mean, that's how I met my son's uh, ABA therapist. I mean, oh, really? for me, when I, oh, yeah, for me, when I heard ABA, I mean, listen, I wasn't educated about ABA. All I heard sure. about ABA was, um, okay, they kind of drill your little kids and their little program robots. Oh, heck, I don't yep. want that. And right, there right. I was. Six months, yeah, I mean, that's, this is what, uh, you know, a, a typical parent would hear. We, we don't realize it. Now, obviously, even in the last seven years, ABA has come, you know, 
leaps and bounds and that's scientifically proven that it works. It's amazing. But as a parent and a newly diagnosed child, with a newly diagnosed child, I was like, what what the heck is this? Oh, no, I know OT works. Okay, let me start with this. So six months later, I'm watching this young woman working with this child. Oh, my God, look at the language. This kid is talking. I mean, when he came in, I thought, wow, he's pretty severe. Oh, no, no, no. This kid had a huge, huge vocabulary. So I asked her, I said, hey, you know, what, what do you do? What company do you, you know? She's like, oh, I'm an ABA therapist. I'm like, done. Mm. Okay, where do I sign up? And then that began the huge journey. Again, we had, we had our speech therapist in play. We had our OT therapist in play, and then came ABA. So it is each, each form of therapy, as you know, is such an important part. And I really feel like that we rock, like you said, because ABA, you guys focus so much on helping our children get socialized. It is amazing. It is a opportunity to get our children to speak with other kids, which they're not going to do in a typical environment. I mean, yeah. if it's mom and dad, even with me, with all my experience, you know, they don't do what uh, they do with my son's ABA therapist or what he would do with yeah. you. You guys, that's just your nap. But in the gym, oh, no, no. He, oh, hi, yeah. hi, I'm Gabriel. What's your name? You want to play with me? Awesome. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. It's really cool. Well, I want to I want to talk a lot more about the the programs you guys offer and uh, sure. and a little bit more about actually I'm I'm also as curious about kind of how this how the gym is growing and and this national presence you're creating. But we got a couple commercials we got to play, so let's play these commercials, and then let's come back and talk more with Dina. We'll be right back. Autism Spectrum Therapies is proud to present Autism Spectrum Radio. At AST, we see a world where people with autism dream and achieve their full potential. Our promise is to support families through our extensive resources, highly trained staff, and outstanding programs. At AST, we recognize that every child is unique. We are proud to offer what we believe is the most cohesive approach to supporting your child's needs and goals at each stage. From ABA to speech therapy, occupational therapy, and social skills, we have the elements you need to build the plan that is just right for you. One company, one team, with one mission, to support individuals and their families to dream and achieve their full potential. Call us today to let us know how we can best support your family at 866-727-8274. To find out more about AST, visit our website at www.autismtherapies.com. This is Autism Spectrum Radio. If you have a question or comment for our host or today's guest, please send an email to moreinfo at autismtherapies.com. That's more info at autismtherapies.com. Now, back to the program. Hey, welcome back to Autism Spectrum Radio. Uh, joined today by Dina Kimmel, the CEO and founder of We Rock the Spectrum Kids Gyms. Um, you know, we were talking in the first half about you know, a lot about OT, a lot about ABA, kind of how all this comes together at the gym. Um, but I was curious if there's kind of other services or other programs you guys offer um, besides just kind of the, the things or the OT or free access things we were talking about. Yes, it's actually it's, it's great. We offer, of course, the open play, 
which we invite parents to come in or therapists to come in with their children, and we teach them how to use the specialized equipment, and then you just mm-hmm. let them go at it and have fun. And then we have something really unique called break time. Now, I know a lot of special needs parents out there will agree with me, but when my son was two, when he was three, and I'd say really up until six, I, I, I couldn't leave. I mean, I couldn't go on a date with my husband. I mean, I couldn't go to the grocery store because I knew there was going to be a tantrum happening until my husband got home. So I started this about two years ago called Break Time. So parents can actually drop off their child for up to three hours, and they can have fun. They can not be at home working on, you know, plugging away on the iPad or watching TV. They get to be in a fun environment. You know, we keep our ratio one to four so we can play and interact with the kids, and it's amazing. I mean, parents come in crying to me all the time going, oh, you have no idea what it is to be able to go to Whole Foods and not have my son be tantruming and just be able to go grocery shopping. And this is probably one of the most incredible things I feel like We Rock offers and gives the whole community because, of course, all parents love a break. But us as special needs parents, I mean, it's just it's so essential. And then yeah. um, what's actually new, yeah, for us is our social skills groups. We've just actually been asked to be vendored um, through Regional Center to uh, offer our We Rock social. And we nice. hired a, uh, yeah, a psychologist. Her name is Dr. Agnesa. And okay. she's written an amazing, amazing uh, social skills program for children two and three years old all the way up to 18. So we're just starting that this month. It's great. That's awesome. Now, is that a program? I know um, I may be getting ahead of myself because I know I do want to talk about some of your other locations. But this new social skills program, is that something uh, you think going to be able to offer at the, uh, the other locations you guys have across the country? It's in all of them, absolutely. Oh, every, awesome. every That's person so cool. who becomes, oh, yeah, every person who becomes a gym owner, they have access to Rock Social. Absolutely. So, as you know, this is the most important part. And the last final piece, what I'm seeing now being a mother of now a high-functioning child, is the socialization. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. This is really, yeah. really important, I feel, to get in there and get our children to feel comfortable in the real world because we can be, I mean, my son with his therapist, you would never guess he had autism or with yeah. that even. But you get him out there in the real world, and it's hard for him to even order his dinner right. or his lunch. So this is the key component for us is the Rock Social, and I am so excited. And she is amazing. She's actually um, started out with ABA, like yourself, mm-hmm. and then got her, um, became a doctor and did all of her training nice. uh, with autism back in Detroit at Children's Hospital. So this program wow. is going to be worldwide for for we rock social, yes. Absolutely. Now, I, you know, we've been talking this whole time, and, and, and I'm, it just occurred to me, I didn't ask you, um, you know, we're talking about my nephew, who's about three and a half. We're talking about your son, Gabriel, who you said is about seven. Um, you know, is there, a, is there an age range? You know, is there an age range that really uh, works well for the gym or maybe uh, different age ranges for the gym versus the social skills program, or is it really just kind of wide open to whoever enjoys it? Well, it's pretty wide open. I mean, I, I'll tell you, especially for kids on the spectrum, if a parent calls and says, my child has autism, I was wondering what age do you go up to? There's no age because we prepare mm. our wee rocks to where each swing can hold up to 250 pounds. So wow. I mean, basically, oh, yeah, I mean, listen, so it can hold me, I don't know about you, saying. but I have to, what's that? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little bit of a bigger guy, so it sounds like it can hold <laughs> me, so that's, that's good. Yes, 
listen, that's, that's, our, that's our goal. I mean, typical children or with children with autism, we want you to get on this stuff and play with your kids. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the best part of it. But generally when people say, what are the age range, it's, it's basically one on up. Now, if you're asking me, typically when you go into a re-rock, what will you see? I see ages anywhere from 2 to 13. Now, certain okay. locations do cater towards more of the older kids. For example, mm-hmm. our re-rock in Glendale, she has a son with autism who's 14, so she's geared her re-rock more towards the tweens and teens. And they mm-hmm. have, for example, in my re-rock, I have a little treadmill in there, so she has the little kid treadmill, and then she has an adult treadmill next to it. It's phenomenal. So every piece of equipment mm-hmm. for the smaller child, he then has the older child. It's awesome. Nice. I love it. Great. You know, so you've talked about this this, this franchising, uh, and it's it's something, you know, I, I'm just really interested in. I, I love learning about how people take something that is an idea or a small group that they have, whether it be a business, whether it be a parent support group, whether it be some sort of advocacy issue, and turn it into something bigger. Because I think that's what so many people in our autism community truly desire. You know, we, we all have these ideas and we want to get them out to the masses. Um, you know, I'm curious um, how quickly you realized there was an opportunity to franchise all of this and kind of what goes into um, franchising and, and starting up a gym in, you know, a different city. Well, it's funny. it's funny that you say that, but, you know, I feel like as being a businesswoman myself, of course, you're mm-hmm. born with it. You're born with that yeah. entrepreneurial side. I owned uh, a business for 17 years, clothing stores before this. But did I ever imagine, obviously, opening up a rock and thinking I was going to franchise? No. But like you mm-hmm. said, um, you'll probably laugh. But actually, after week three, when I found out that there was nothing else like us from the community, wow. I called my trademark attorney and I said, Listen, I'm just curious, can you do a search for me? Is there anything like this? Because I think I stumbled upon something by accident here. And sure enough, um, I trademarked it three weeks later, my idea. Wow. Now, at the time, I had a newly diagnosed child. So when someone asked me, how are you a, quote, unquote, entrepreneur? Well, my children are first. Absolutely, mm-hmm. your family's first, and then comes business. But I had this opportunity here that I could raise my children in my business. I mean, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. My kids go to school, bam, they're with me at the gym. Mm-hmm. So really for me in franchising, it was the need. My gym became very, very busy. And then the state-funded programs wanted to keep sending us children, but they said, you need to open up more locations. I said, oh, great, that's mm-hmm. easy. Well, <laughs> it's not. You know, anyone who is a franchisor, they will tell you it is a, a big process. But when you be become a mother, and then all of a sudden I became the mother to the Tarzana and Encino community, I, I, I didn't even think for a second, really. I mean, it's like, okay, now I'm becoming the mother to the nation. And people were reaching out to me. It was amazing. I could get choked up talking about it, but emailing me from Florida, emailing me from Ohio, all around the United States wow. of America, when are you going to open up one here? Because when people go on Google and they research Century Gems, we're it. We're all that comes up. Wow. So, um, really, I don't have any exact answer for that. It's kind of a gut. You know, it's a gut feeling that, yeah. yes, it's going to work. I mean, my husband is so polar opposite of me, and he looks at me and goes, okay, <laughs> go for it. And we did. And it's really, for me, for us, for We Rock, it's, it's about need. 
This year, mm-hmm. we were the grand club sponsors um, at Autism Speaks, the Walk for Autism. There were 60,000 mm-hmm. people there. And there we were. We were on stage, and we were up there with Coach Key, one of our coaches up there mm-hmm. who does the fun fitness. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing looking out there and working out with these kids and doing fun fitness and exercise. And there I am hearing the gentleman from Channel 7 News say, every eight minutes a child is born with autism. And it just choked wow. me up talking about it. But I said, yeah. I look at my husband. How can I stop? I said, you know, this is, this is needed everywhere. And that's really, that's, that's my mission. I want to be able to be an autism mom and have another autism parent be able to go anywhere in the United States of America and know that, you know what, there's going to be a re-rock there. My kid's going to be okay. I could take him into re-rock. He's going to have fun. He's going to recognize the equipment, be able to socialize. Great. I mean, I, from personal experience, you know, our, our motto is we're finding a place you never have to say I'm sorry because I'm sure you've seen because you nice. work with special needs parents yeah. as well. How many times have I said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I mean, I think yeah. he does the best. And that's really how we rock started as well. But I just feel so committed now, not only to my own family, but really to the world, to offering Are you, to all of them. I, you know, hearing you, you, uh, you know, speak so passionately about, you know, the, the mission of We Rock, I, I can't help but wonder, are there other, um, you know, you said there's, there's different franchises across the country. Are there other um, uh, owners who are like yourself, you know, parents of kids with autism who kind of ha- are, are getting on board with this as well? There are. It's truly amazing. I mean, it, it just seriously, I think about it, and these people who enter my life, I mean, being a franchisor, listen, I've learned, I'm learning as I'm going here because yeah, I've always been not in my house. But, yeah, this, this is all new to me. I mean, being a businesswoman versus being a franchisor is two completely different things. Mm-hmm. So what I really found in this journey is, yes, anyone can own a Rock the Spectrum, but you truly, mm-hmm. what I feel, need to be either touched by a person yourself or in the field like you mm-hmm. are. And um, I feel like being a parent. And it's, it's all, the, all of my owners are not autism parents, but they are sure. usually in the field. They're in the field or they are right. a parent themselves. And being a teacher to the community, it's, I feel it's really important that, People are going to know. Let's just say the public knows. This is a labor mm-hmm. of love. And if you're going into this mm-hmm. for the money, it's going to show. You're not going to be right. successful right. like we rock. I mean, because let's face it, even for my location, I'm traveling around the world opening up we rocks, but my location needs me. People go in mm-hmm. there because they want to hear my story. They want to cry with me. They want to talk with me. And that's really also what I'm really trying to do is help advocate. Um, again, like I said, if you look at autism and what makes one child grow, as you know, versus another child, it's therapy and money. And mm-hmm. that's why, again, I feel like we're paying it forward because that's what we rock is. We offer an OT facility with socialization for $10 or $12. And that's, wow. that's how we look at it. We're, we're paying it forward. And, you know, if, like I said, this is a labor of love. And these people, these owners, they blow me away. They are amazing. Our newest, um, who made us nationwide, is Boca Raton in Florida. This mm. woman has more likes on her Facebook page than I do. And wow. when I went down there with my marketing director, Pam Eisenberg, and we did her uh-huh. brand opening, I mean, we would ask people, so how did you hear about us? Oh, through Facebook. I mean, it was 50% of the special needs community came in that day. Mm. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. I could show up yeah. when I talk about it. It was amazing. You, you, I, I want to backtrack for, for a second because you said something that really resonated with me personally. Um, 
about the about the business of this. You know, and and one of the things that I've noticed, um, you know, as as a young therapist, as a young ABA person, you know, when you're when you're 23 getting your first ABA job, like the idea that this is like that money is involved in this and that there's like a business to all of this, like doesn't enter your brain. And then you kind of, you get married, you start a family and you realize like, oh no, wait, like I have to support myself on this and I have to like make a living and support people. And hopefully I'm giving back and, and, and like you said, paying it forward as I do that. And I've come into contact with so many businesses or programs, uh, especially now in the last few years where it feels like there's a lot of stuff for kids with autism opening up. And I feel the same way you, that you said is you can tell who's in it for the right reasons and it shows in their attitudes, but it almost, it almost feels like it shows in the quality of what you get back. You know, your program is better because you have such passion and dedication to it. Like you said, a parent wants to hear your story. And I feel like for me personally, uh, you know, as the guy who talks to insurance companies and, 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 you know, advocates to, you know, get certain things funded and approved and who has people calling me to say, introduce this product to your kids and they'll get, they'll gain from it. You know, it's just really refreshing to hear that because I know that not everyone has that passion or, or the right motivation that clearly you have in, in designing this program and this business. Thank you. Yeah, well, it's, it's a labor of love, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we're building this legacy, and it's for what I thought was going to be just for my family has now become for the world. It's, it's a miracle. People go, oh, my God, this must be a dream come true. No, 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 this isn't a dream come true. Yeah. Even beyond that. Yeah. Above and beyond. Yeah, absolutely. And not uh, that help? Is, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but I was going to say you <laughs> said, you know, this this wasn't your intention, but it almost feels like so many of the best things come about that way. You know, it's just it was Completely. organic. Yeah, that's a, you just nailed it, and that's what I. That's exactly what I say. It's so funny. That is exactly what we rock is. It's an organic environment, and to create that in the world of autism, it's it's usually unheard of. I mean, we have to keep everything so structured, as you know, for our kids, because mm. my son, I know, has such rigidity. But when you walk in there, I mean, people, I mean, you're just blown away. People come in and they've never even been into a re-rock and they drop the kids off. <laughs> I mean, wow. they just feel at home. They feel yeah. it. It's unbelievable. That's cool. Well, you know, we're kind of coming up to the end here. Uh, but before we go, a couple questions. Um, first, where, you know, where can people find this program? You know, uh, where can people find out where your different locations are um, and uh, either or maybe find out how to start their own location? Uh, is there a website? Is there a way for them to, uh, to track all this info down? Absolutely, absolutely. If they want to find out where our different locations are, our website is www.werockthespectrum.com, and you click on locations, and it shows where everyone is worldwide. And then if you're interested in actually a, fan, a franchise opportunity, we have another website, which is info at mm-hmm. rock the spectrum, or actually wrtsfranchise.com. You can actually also get that from any of the sites. just says if you're interested in opening up where we rock, and then it tells you okay. more about the franchise benefits and opportunities. Nice. 
And I think I, I think my notes say that you actually have some some grand openings coming up and some new locations. You talked about we one in do. Florida, yeah. but there's a few others. So tell us about those. Oh, we're so excited! Um, actually, our Woodland Hills grand opening is tomorrow. I can't believe nice. it. Uh, yes, it is so beautiful. It's right here off of Ventura and Woodlake, and okay. I call this the Rolls Royce. <laughs> we rock, but we're very very excited. We also have some new ones on board. Um, in Berkeley. Berkeley just signed up and they're under construction. Nice. So excited to be reaching on the north. And then in Newbury Park, she'll be the next. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, thank you. I mean, best of luck with all of this. Yeah, I, I thought this was unique when I first learned about it, but after talking to you today, I, I realized just how unique it really is. I don't think I, I was fully aware. Um, and, and all the best. This is just a great program and just a great resource to the community. So thank you so much. Thank you so, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. It was great. Thanks. Um, so a couple of closing thoughts here you know, as we wrap up the show. Yeah, I, the thing that, that, that I'm just really excited about that, that I feel like it, it's got me the most you know, interested and excited in this concept that, that ReRock has and, and that I think we can do in lots of different ways is communities. You know, as I was, as I was listening to Dina talk about this, the, the embedding of the therapies, and she's right, you know, this, this idea of everyone working together, you know, we have to be inclusive as a community, but we also want to make sure we're inclusive of, you know, working together in a collaborative manner you know, OT, speech, ABA, et cetera. Uh, it, it, this is almost like a forum to do that. You know, it, it, I, I'm listening to her and I'm envisioning and picturing this like even playing field where an occupational therapist and an ABA person can kind of come in together and almost like co-teach. It almost feels like a great place to say, let's do a session or two together and kind of get ourselves on the same page periodically so then we branch out we do our individual goals and then come back together again it's almost like a hands-on team meeting and uh it's just cool to have those options we, we i think you know having more and more of those just just makes our therapy more interesting it makes it more diverse um in terms of how we apply these sciences and that's going to make all the difference for our kids because it'll keep it interesting it'll keep it fresh and it'll keep their motivation high so Really great opportunity, and, and, you know, definitely recommend everyone take a look at the website. As I said, whether you've got a kid uh, with autism or just a kid who likes to play, my nephew actually really, really liked this place and was, uh, was kind of going on about it when I, when I saw him. So uh, I definitely recommend you guys checking them out. All right, that's it for today. Uh, I hope you guys are all doing well, having, enjoying your summer. Um, we're, we're officially in there. You know, Memorial Day's come and gone, so it's summertime. Um, if you've got questions, if you've got comments, let us know. More info at autismtherapies.com is our email address. And you can also reach us on the Autism Spectrum Therapies uh, Facebook page. Uh, always love to hear your guys' thoughts, ideas, uh, and suggestions for the show. I hope everyone has a great week, has a great weekend, and we will talk to you guys next time. Take care, everybody. Hope you have enjoyed today's episode of Autism Spectrum Radio. For additional information and resources about autism, 
visit www.autismtherapies.com. Please join us each week for a new episode or visit our archive to listen to and download previous shows.